This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. on me and it was just stupid fast uh okay yeah Jeff's all about the d stupid stupid uh yeah hey i'm your host jeff glucker and this is the hooniverse podcast this is episode 89 uh yes like 90 percent sure yeah 89 we're almost to the century mark yeah that came up quick didn't it we're getting there it did come up quick it's uh yeah i can't believe i've been doing tst for over three years now and this has been almost two that's not so that's the voice of Chris Hayes, ladies and gentlemen, who you can hear much better this time around. Yeah, we had a microphone <laughs> die mid-recording session last time, or I should say early recording session last time. Yeah, yeah. Um, no Blake tonight. He's off being um, assistant to the regional curator of the office at Scranton. Yeah, I, I mean, guess the Peterson. I guess he doesn't have the excuse of being a famous automotive journalist anymore. No, he doesn't. Uh, but he, he'll be back on soon, so don't worry about that. Uh, we want to hear more about his job. That's such a fucking perfect fit in, for him i may be recording with him tomorrow yeah so. and you did the other day yeah <laughs> yes we did we uh, did a mobile so, show good good what did you guys drive the other day you don't have uh, to go too deep into it but i had an f-150 uh 2015 f-150 with the aluminum body how was that uh it's a nice truck man which engine uh 3.5 turbo mm. of course because ford's pushing the turbos the ego beast that and i believe it's actually uh, it's 800 less to get a coyote story. motor than it is the turbo what? Yep. I, I optioned that truck out <laughs> online. It was almost a $50,000 F-150. Whoa. Yeah. Which which trim was it? Platinum. Oh, okay. Uh, which looks so much better than the uh, King Ranch yeah, douchebaggery. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. But still, I mean, the platinum trucks are... Yeah, ball in. It was a nice truck, man. I mean, it was. I mean, it's grand, brand new. I mean, that truck only had three thousand miles on it when I got it, but it felt like it was built like a vault. That's you know? uh, trucks are so fucking expensive. Yeah, uh, yeah. What that's... happened to like the cheap work? Tr- I know they're still they're still out there. The cheap work trucks are still out there, but they're not that cheap anymore, right? No, I think the cheapest way you can go is like a base Silverado or a base Ram. I think. Those well, are Colorado probably. I mean, if you want to go low, yeah, uh, smaller. Yeah. Medium, but you know, there's no more like little Datsun pickups and Rangers and all that. Yeah, shit. and even the the Toyotas are hard to justify because they're so old and yet they're not that cheap. No, so I'll be I, curious to see where that Cummins uh, Nissan comes in. I bet you they're aggressive with the pricing, just to try and steal some market share. Yeah, I hope so, because that could be pretty cool. But yeah, that F one fifty was really nice. It's such an obscenely large vehicle for Los Angeles. Yeah. Because that was the FX4 version, too, so it was even a little wider and a little oh, taller. Dag, yo. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, that FX4 felt almost like the last generation Raptor, and it was definitely wow. quicker. Wow. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's one thing I'm, uh, I'm interested interested to see in the new Raptor is, uh, you know, because it's got the EcoBoost motor, mm-hmm. uh, but it's going to make more horsepower than the outgoing 6.2 liter, and it's got that wacky... Gearbox, you know, 10 speeds. Yeah. It's basically semi-truck gearbox. This uh, one only had a six-speed. Okay. I, well, only. Only right. being a really silly Well, six, is, six should be the bottom of the barrel these days, even though it's not the case for everybody. It should be. Six seems fine to me. Six I is plenty. I don't know why where you're going. I think Chrysler has like a 12-speed coming, too. Yeah, right? It's, uh, it's just silly. They're all turning to Peterbilt for advice. Uh, I'm in a car right now that has seven speeds, and I routinely find myself kicking down to pass and, and you know, drive like a jackass. And that was the Infiniti out front, It is right? the Infiniti out front, the Q50S, which I believe – no, I think I had Lexus last time I was here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I'm in the Infiniti Q50S, and I asked Infiniti to borrow, Infiniti to borrow this car because I wanted to talk about their drive-by-wire steering, and the version they gave me – isn't fitted with it. It's, is it hydraulic or is it an electric no, it's, assist? It's, I think it's a, it's it's electric, but it has something called direct adaptive steering, which is um, like speed sensitive um, steering assist. Mm-hmm. So like at lower speeds it does it one way, at higher speeds it does it another. That's not what I wanted to do my video on, but oh well. Uh, basically, what I wanted to talk about with the drive by wire, which 
I'm going to say up front, everybody who's reviewed the car with the drive-by-wire has panned it. They fucking hate it. Like, on-center feel is supposed to be atrocious. Uh, I drove one a while ago, uh, and I didn't drive it much. But, yeah, it felt a little dead. So the the point I want to make with talking about this car is I'm basically saying that this is a baby step to the future of hot rodding. And that sounds insane, but let me clarify what I yeah, mean by I, that. I'm curious. I'm like, where are you going? So with the future phone? of hot rodding is going to be electric. And I'm not talking oh, in yeah, 10 yeah. years. I'm talking like 50 years when somebody's janky old, you know, 2015 classic Model S, their teenagers are driving it because it's a fifth generation, you know, hand-me-down. Some kid's going to be, his wrenching on that is going to be through code and electronics, you know, and stuff like that. So in the future, way out, uh, when you have, you know, older drive-by-wire steering and throttle, you can change how that behaves electronically. So say your your favorite car was, you know, just you know, some old some old Porsche 911 that you love mm-hmm. the way it handled. Technically and theoretically, through programming, you should be able to get somewhat of the feel of that in the steering wheel. Yeah. And I'm talking way ass. I'm not talking in ten no, years. No, no, no. Actually, I don't think ten years is that that odd of a number See, to throw I, at it. I've put this notion out, and I've been met with resistance. People are saying like it's dangerous. No one will ever mess with that stuff. Like I'm like, but so when no, they're, fuel they're injection wrong. came out, yeah. Car, those people were like, oh, my God, this is the tool of the devil. I want a carb. To me, a carb is a mystifying object. A carb is infinitely more complex than fuel injection. Fuel it's crazy. Injection so now, but now, like, think about the suspensions we have, The how, you know, brakes haven't come that far, but there's pretty impressive no, braking technology. No, it's still technology. a hard disc, you know, right. being clenched by other hard material. But what you can do with the brakes through, cur- you know, energy recovery systems mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So down the road, there'll, there'll be a kid looking at, you know, a 65 Mustang, and he'll see um, – uh, whatever car he'll, he'll see from our era, he'll see, you know, rack and pinion steering or, mm-hmm. or something like control arms and, and all this stuff. And in the future, he'll look at that and go like, what the fuck were they doing? Like, I don't get this at all, mm-hmm. but Oh, just change the code. And, and now my steering's tighter. Bam. Like it takes him two seconds where, you know, us as grandpas would be like, ah, fix my iPad nine. Yeah. I, it's, you know, I look at this because you come at it from purely kind of the, the, Enthusiast in, in, in gearhead angle, whereas I come at it with those things plus my background right. in, in software engineering and a little bit of electrical engineering, and I go, yes, you're right, you're going to be able to dial it in to a certain extent. However, the mechanics still of that dic- they still dictate a large portion of sure. what that's going to be, um, because things like tolerances between between worm gears and things like that, those are never going to go away. Right. Um, sure. I mean, if you started getting to the point where we had fully independent wheels where there was no rack and pinion right. system, then things might get a little Which is possible. It is possible. And, and, and again, way out. For packaging purposes, that could be realistic. I mean, you could have a motor basically that would sit over where either strut would be on the front right. end that would control steering angle. Yeah. And in theory, it would be weird. And then think about magnetically damp suspension, what you can do with that. Yep. Um, that is something that is e- – that even now we could do that. We could really screw with the tuning on that. It's just nobody does. So so pair that with the, the drive-by-wire steering mm-hmm. of the future. You have the magnetically damped – you could dial in – you could – there could be – they could sell playlists of steering online that you download right to your car. And it goes, oh, today I want fucking, you know, Mura handling. I don't know why you'd want that. But you want, you know, I'm saying, you know, classic cars, whatever. You throw that on there. Uh, boom. All of a sudden, it feels like an old Lamborghini. Yeah. And potentially you could do that. I don't know that there'd be – I don't know that – the profile thing would appeal to me personally, but I th- I could see where you'd go. I want this to feel like it's scrubbing a little bit up front mm-hmm. um, because I'm used to driving front-wheel drive or something, and I want that feel. Well, see, that's because you're more into – that's because you're who you are, but there are legions of kids out there who are like, I just want my car to be like this, and they go, bing, download complete because everybody has free instantaneous Wi-Fi thanks to Google, and your your car now handles like – a fucking uh, C7 Z06. Right. Which 50 years from now will be a pile of shit. You know? Or, no, it'll be a class. Like, look at that old man's car. Yeah. So boring in its angles and designs. <laughs> uh, but so the idea with the infinity, because this is like a very babe, nobody's really, nobody's doing drive-by-wire steering because 
as he has demonstrated, maybe it's not that great yet. But it's got you got to start somewhere. It's a though. toe in the water of the future of hot rodding, and that to say that with a car like an Infiniti Q50 sounds fucking insane. But if you think about it and step back and start to look at the bigger picture and the timeline, mm-hmm. I'm like Stephen Hawking right now on cars. Uh, so just come along with me on this journey into the future of hot rodding. <laughs> So by Stephen Hawking, do you mean horribly handicapped or really brilliant? <laughs> well, it depends when my, my hot-rotted car veers into the fucking guardrail because I didn't know what I was doing with coding. I'm like, are we doing this in Visual Basic or Fortran? Uh, it'll be some, you know. And the answer would be is if you're doing either of those, you, you deserve to crash, crash into the The future wall. coding language will be animated GIFs only. Anyways. Yes. Like, uh, so this is Smiling Cat, Smiling Cat, Backslash, Grumpy Cat. Goldblum, Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Life, Ron Paul. Uh, finds a way. Yes. So just like enthusiasm for automotives uh, finds a way. <laughs> uh, so, yes, that's my insane theory behind this infinity. And they didn't give me the one that has the fucking steering that I wanted to see, talk about. I could see some interesting things coming in where you would look at, for example, you would look at steering angle and then you'd have an electronic damper system. And this could actually be retrofit to anything. And then based upon that angle and based upon probably wheel speed sensors, which is all data you can get via OBD2 anyway, then alter the dampening at any given corner to make the car actually dive a little deeper into the front suspension so it bites a little harder or loosen up the rear a little bit so it launches harder and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's even possible now. It's just yeah. nobody's really doing it. When are we going to see OBD3? <laughs> what does that even I, mean? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's a USB drive or, or you know, um, outlet or input, what have you, and it gives you more information. I don't know what you, more you'd want, but... <laughs> what more you want? You want the mood of Alan Mulally on alternate Thursdays. Yeah, there you, you go. Know, that's, yeah. that's, that's what OBD3 will give you. Um, <laughs> I, ju- I just miss, miss uh, ODB. Uh, <laughs> I want my car to have ODB. ODB3? Yeah. ODB1, the original. Oh, ODB1, okay. <laughs> He's the Osiris of this shit. Uh, so, yeah, I've been driving the Infinity. Um, I'm about to give it back tomorrow. Uh, actually, sorry to you Wednesday listeners because we're recording this on a Monday. So on Tuesday, the day before you're hearing this, I gave it back and I got an Audi A3 TDI, even though I haven't got it yet. And I'm going to road trip the car. Yeah, I have not. I don't even think I've seen a new A3 TDI out on the road yet. I haven't seen the TDI, but I've been seeing a few A3s. I don't think I've seen it. But then again, I also have been kind of a hermit lately. Well, also, when it goes by, you're like, oh, is that an older A4 with new body styling? What is that? Because the size of it. Yeah. But it, and it's like a little A4. So, um, But I'm excited to see what I can do with the diesel because I have to drive it up to Fremont. Oh. And I'm thinking about taking the 101. You're not going to the Numi plant, are you? No. Oh, no, okay. no, no. I got to do Hooniverse business shit with uh, uh, Hooniverse co-owner. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's the te- that's that new me anymore. It's Tesla. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. I, I know that area very well. But it's right there. Yes. But I'm not going there. And I wish I had a car. Oh, we should take Tim's Falcon over there and do burnouts in front of the plants. <laughs> Actually, they could do that too in their cars. So, you know what? You should you should email Tesla PR people see if they'll give you a little plant tour. No. No, <laughs> I don't have time. No, <laughs> no, we have to we have to film some shit or sh- shoot some stuff for the pedantic. Uh, if you say film and you're not using film cameras and people are, yeah. <laughs> so sorry, I have to shoot some stuff. That's specifically for you, Dan, who has a podcast I think on Shout Engine, right? Uh, Dan Roth. Dan Roth. Yeah, yeah. Dan yeah. does. That's yeah. for you, Dan. If you're listening. Yeah, we're Dan, filming stuff. Mr. Auto with blog. digital cameras. We're yeah. filming stuff. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Uh, but I'm excited to see how the car does on a long haul. I haven't taken a road trip in a while anyway, so it'll be good. Yeah, I'm trying I to hear five zero in the background. Yeah, they're coming to pinch Stash us. Stash it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. Uh, let's see. Next, I got a Colorado coming up. Oh, that uh, should that be I interesting. Got next week, that should be interesting. Uh, and along with that comes the day after that in RCF. The day after tomorrow? Well, <laughs> no. Uh, you should ask him if it was the one that I was supposed to get that was damaged and I didn't get, but I've had to push out for like two months. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we got the – oh, but more exciting than the, any of those cars and not necessarily more exciting than the RCF, but that's a car that has been discussed mm-hmm. and driven it. Um, in two weekends, I drive the Golf R. 
Ah, that's going to be, a, I think that's going to be a really cool little car. Yes. I'm excited to see that one. What's it supposed to make? 300 It's horse? north of 300. I think it might be like 303 or something Is like it? that. Is it? Okay. Now. And then the one, so I specifically did, uh, so for those of you who don't know, when they launch a new vehicle, um, uh, they, they do it in waves. Um, so they'll, over the course of a week, they'll have three waves so that they fly the journalist in and out and they don't have, you know, instead of doing a hundred people on one day, they do 20 people per day over three days. Uh, so I specifically asked for the last day so I could do what's called a drive-away loan mm-hmm. so that when it's done, I don't just go home. I take the car back with me for the week. Uh, so I get it early enough to, you know, shoot video and get actually good really eyeballs. Get and, a good yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, do a good video. Do some good video and some, some filming. Uh, <laughs> and I'm guessing they'll be amenable to that since... Oh, yeah, you know, it's already set the, up. Yeah, so they yeah. want the video. And they, they're giving me one with... Um, what is this one? Oh, the um, adaptive damping suspension. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because that was a Euro only thing. Yeah, for a while. because I I drove that in the the GT that got hoard out over oh, here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually really nice in that car. Um, the green one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the Kermit car. I was supposed to get that car and just couldn't schedule it, which bummed me. It out. was uh, that was a fun little car. I, I when I when I was driving that, I was like, I could definitely do this as a daily. Oh yeah, totally. Um, I drove. I did end up driving a Mark Seven GTD in um, Germany though. Yeah, and it was. It was great. Which is effectively the car we're getting here, right? Oh, well, hopefully, yeah. um, because they keep pushing it. Um, they, they they said yes, then they, they actually said no. Um, but there was so much actual written demand, letters sent in, that Michael Horn, the president of Volkswagen of America, sent all of that to his bosses in Germany and said, we need this car. So they revisited it, and it's supposed to be sometime in like 16 or 17. It's funny to me. I mean, they, that diesel motor has already been U.S. certified. The rest of the cars are already yeah, MQB. Certified. It's MQB. That yeah, means I mean, it's the easiest shit in I'm the world. I'm wondering, I mean, what's what's the holdup other than the just they don't want to spend the marketing cost? Yeah. Because it seems like everything There's, else. Is there must be well something sorted. different about the motor. There's got to be something different. Otherwise, There's, it would be here. Yeah. Well, I thought that that motor was already in stuff here. I thought like the Jetta. But and, maybe it's like a different variant somehow. Or, you, know, you know what? It's probably got like a different intake manifold, or different like exhaust setup. Different, so it's like whatever that Ad Blue shit. I think they use. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe they use a different one for yeah, that. That bugs me every because it's Ad Blue. I'm like, no, it's urea injection. Pee pee. <laughs> well, it's a component of pee. You piss in the tank, right? That's what I did in Germany. Yeah. yeah the sure. car didn't work well after that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, like that car was fun because we hit. Um, I mean, long-time listeners of the podcast will know because uh, I think I was babbling because I was so excited that I was in Germany. But um, I think this was during the podcast, but whatever. Uh, what I hit, 144 or something on the Autobahn in that thing. It was fucking sweet. Yeah. It took a while to get up there, but, uh, well, it, you know, up to 130, no problem. Probably up to 135, no problem. Then just like, and then it okay, just okay, the lack okay. of upper-end horsepower and you kills need, you. And, and so to keep your foot in it as you're whipping by fucking tractor trailers and, and uh, it, was, it was interesting. Uh, yeah. I kept my eyes up. The the co-driver, um, a guy from Car and Driver, kept his eyes on the speedo and was like, it's like, all right, uh, I forget what the kilometers were. It was like two, th- it's like 233, 234, 235. And he was taking a picture each time it went up one more. Uh, but it was fun. That was that was pretty awesome. So Golf R. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering. The problem with those motors always was, you know, they kind of you the had to Volkswagen wind, motors. Yeah, kaboom. Well, that and you always had to kind of wind the piss out of them to make any like to go. Anywhere. I didn't think you had to wind the last Golf R motor out. Did they switch to direct injection on that or I not? I think so. That I'm pretty sure that probably do. made all the difference. Um, but I didn't drive the last one. I drove the last one. I never drove the 2008 um, R32. I wish I drove the 04 R32. The first generation R32 was a That's great still on car. my dream car list, specifically the HPA version. I It's a Canadian, I think they're Canadian. Canadian tuner? Yeah. They 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 what they did was they um they tuned it up on the outside looked stock, on the inside it was pretty much the same too, mm-hmm. 204 miles an hour. Really? German certified 204 miles an hour. Imagine rolling through Newport Beach. On PCH, mm-hmm. you pull up in a fucking old, like that jet was a Mark IV Golf, basically. Yeah. Uh, and you pull up next to any douchebag in a Ferrari and just sit there, look over. I mean, you could reenact the scene from Fast and Furious, but not only would you win, you'd fucking destroy him. Yeah, because you've got all-wheel drive, too. Yeah. Zero to 60 was like three on that car. Yeah, the only thing is, is those those cars were a little... I'd be curious to know what, the, what those Canadians did to beef it up, because those cars... Volkswagens have always been... 
fairly easily breakable. I think that specific HPA car, though, has been around for a while. It's been to a couple owners, and it's yeah. like been running it's been strong shorted. the whole yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's one car I've always wanted to get my Those hands are, on. They're, they're fun cars, um, and I think that's... That might be the best looking of the R32s. Uh, yes, I mean the new one's pretty good, but but the I thought the 2008 kind of sucked. Yeah, it was uh, you know just the exhaust setup on the 04 and everything. It was well, just Volkswagen could win though because in in 04 it was manual only and people yeah. were like oh I want an automatic and then the 08 was DSG only. People were like where the fuck's the manual? <laughs> so yeah. um, and I think on the last one they offered both. I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah, I think they did after enough after enough bitching. They, right. they coughed up the manual. What so. the fuck, man? I'd be curious to know how many they actually sold after right. people complained. Right, but. Um, but you know, I mean, it's not cheap. Um, but no, still. that's the thing is golfs are high, you know, high end golfs are never cheap, but the, the, the thing you're getting the interior on them, especially with Mark sevens. Yeah. It's fucking really nice. It's like a premium car in there. Yeah. You're the a GTI interior with full leather GTI interior. It's probably about as nice as like a three series interior. Yeah. Uh, the, the nav screens better. Um, the audios, the, the Dyn audio system's not bad. Uh, you know, it's pretty good. Um, what, what do they do? The Fender as well, but that might be on Beatles. Um, so there's a lot to love on the inside of that car. Uh, so yeah, I'm really excited to drive that. Um, I think I drive it on like the 29th or something. The only thing I'm curious about these days is that, you know, GTIs and golfs in general used to have a reputation for basically the entire interior falling apart. You know, last, you know, I, and I haven't known anybody just as a product of getting a little older. Not everybody my age buys a golf anymore. No, it's because we're not stoners in, in high school. We're, yeah, we're not. I was never a stoner, though. It's, you know, it's that college, <laughs> high school age thing where everybody buys those. And it's been a little while since I'm out of loop, so I don't know if they fall apart anymore. But, yeah. I mean, when they're new, they're nice. Yeah. I'll say that much. Yeah. No, so, yeah, I'm excited about that car. Uh, other stuff we got coming up on the calendar. Uh, we I've managed to reschedule the McLaren 650S. That's a fantastic just car. Just screaming in the jeans. I've never, to that I've never driven that car, jeans. and I know that's a nice car. Uh, I have no experience with a Ferrari 458. I have no experience with the McLaren 12C, so I'm, I'm just extremely excited to get my shit on with the 650s yeah it's, uh, and i get it for like five days or something the shitty part and woe is me i land from a trip i think driving the um the new 2016 acura ilx i land at john wayne at like noon i have to find a way to get to santa monica to pick the car up and then and then drive it home just logistically that's annoying they can't get it to you in Orange County? No. I can return it in Orange County, but it has to be picked up in Santa Monica. I have no idea how I'm going to do it, but I said yes. <laughs> so I'm going to see if maybe my brother can drive me or my neighbor or if someone. If you get really stuck, let me know. Yeah, but that would have that'd be a lot for you. Yeah. So, <laughs> like I said, yeah. if, you get, if you get really stuck, All right. call me. I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Uh, but either way, that car's fun. I'm also working on scheduling the hurricane. The Lamborghini Hurricane. You know, we just had uh, Jack Baruth in town, and he hit and came into uh, TST mm-hmm. uh, the other day, and uh, he had a lot of nice things to say about the yeah. Hurricane. Um, I've heard mixed. I've heard on the track it sucks. He said just the opposite. He said everybody that says that can't drive for shit. Well, that sounds like something Jack would say. <laughs> that that I is mean, true. It, I mean, when you're at a launch, typically, I will say that opinions, they don't always flow the same way at a, at a launch event. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're at a track with like six other journalists and you start talking about what you feel, you you honestly usually start like, oh, it was understeering a little bit. You're like, yeah, I think it was. Like you're trying to it's recall. It's a little bit of group so think. It can call it, yeah, it's a yeah. little bit of group think. But the, every journalist who said that from the event that they were on, I believe all their opinions. Okay. Um, because they, they, they get a lot of track time. Now, Mr. Baruth is the the track king of the industry. Yeah, I mean his his summation was is that if you go in too hot, it's gonna understeer. But that's like every Lambo ever. Exactly. <laughs> but I think that car is so fast, it's easy to go in too hot. Okay. Um, but I heard I heard you can cook those brakes up. That may be. Um, uh, now I've heard on the road, like for spirited canyon driving, it's phenomenal. Is what I've heard. I you know as far as I've gotten in a Huracan is uh, Huracan at the Forza, uh, Forza event at E3 this year. Did you they, touch one? I got in one. I got <laughs> in one and got to play around with the, the interior bits a little bit. And did, you, did you drag your balls on the seat a little bit? Just a little. Yeah. Just a little. <laughs> um, 
but uh, you know, uh, our, our our buddy Vinny Russo had a had a slight hand in getting that there, so I tried not to drag him too much. Sure, sure, sure. Because his name on the line. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, it's so improved as far as build quality goes in the interior. Um, I can't wait to see it. I mean, the interior now it looks like that. It's that Reventon, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. The, it's that the very that fighter is, jet inspired. It's that gauges. aesthetic, but it, it works. I mean, it's a Lambo. Yeah. It's supposed to be kind of yeah. over the top. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Speaking of the the Horicon, uh, did you see that that video came out of the dude who crashed the one in Hungary? Uh, two hundred odd miles an hour. <laughs> so the official top speed listed by Lamborghini is that it will exceed two hundred two. Yeah. That's all they've ever said, which is like um, 325 kilometers an hour. Uh, the video, the passenger was filming with like an iPhone or something. Thankfully, he was filming in portrait mode and not – I'm sorry, landscape mode and not portrait mm-hmm. like a good person should. But his idiot friend was pushing it as fast as he could. Uh, at one point, I, I saw on the screen 335 kilometers, which is just a tick over 208, and they lost it at like 310. Um, that's scary. But he was on a stretch of the highway, and it, people are speculating that he, like, hit a bump and the suspension compressed, and he just lost it. Well, at that speed, st- still, man, you kind of just were going straight. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but that's also why you shouldn't do that fucking shit on a public road. Yeah. And Well, I'm not giving an excuse, but I'm saying at that speed, things happen quickly. You know? I have never broken the speed limit. <laughs> no, no. I've only been that fast once before in... In a simulator or a video game. No, in real <laughs> life, on on a dry lake bed. So it was perfectly legal. I still got to go there. Um, Urgh, I got to go there. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't quite that, but I did like 194. And that, I, you know, once you get going Pussy. that fast, <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, whatever, it's splitting hairs. Right. Um, yeah, and shake gets a little unnerving at that speed. Um, so the fact that he was doing it on a public highway, mm. it's a dumbass. Right. And, um, and and I and I say that, and I can say I've done some dumb shit myself. Uh, I think my my personal record is sixteen and a half. <laughs> okay. And the road was very empty, and it was very early in the morning. I, I could tell you this much. Uh, the <laughs> he's like F one stuff. <laughs> the F one fifty gets oh, to Jesus. eleven very quickly. Okay. Uh, very quickly. The Lexus LS 460 F Sport gets to 12 and stays there extremely quickly. Yeah, I will say that F 150 like is the perfect highway cruiser. The no, the best highway cruiser. Yeah, the uh, full size Range Rover supercharged. Oh, that's a yeah, that's that's very nice. 13 all day, <laughs> like it's nothing. Yeah. Um. Actually, by the way. These are all jokes, folks. Yeah. Don't take don't everything we're saying is all lies. Don't do these things. We're dumb. Seriously, uh, you'll crash your Lamborghini and make make the news. I've always had the. I, every time I do dumb things like that, disclaimer. I, you know, the the. You remember Dumb and Dumber when he runs through the airport and out, you know, <laughs> out onto the airway. Don't worry, goes, I'm a limo. Don't driver. worry, I'm a limo driver. And it always passes through my head. Don't worry, I'm an automotive journalist. Yeah. <laughs> Although the I'm worst not really, on the but planet. I facsimile thereof. Um, but. So yeah, he he. I like that the police reach re, uh, release the video because it's kind of like them saying, "Hey, this is what happens when you do this." Because he was he was passing cars. Yes, yes, he was. So, like, I, I will say that when I did my my sixteen and a half run, I was at a traffic light somewhere in Orange County that leads down into a section of freeway that's straight for like two miles. Uh, there, it was seven in the morning on a Saturday. There was there were literally no other cars on the road, and I I, was, I happened to be in a very fast car, and I just said to myself, "Fuck it, let's do this." Mm-hmm. And I went straight, and then I got nervous and lifted. And when I looked down, the speedo swept just past sixteen and a half, and I, and I was the adrenaline yeah. was going. Yeah, which is different than some cars you can do that, and uh, I think you don't a, even realize you're doing it. Sometimes. I think it was my sixth press car ever. Was it? <laughs> It was just uh, well. Last time when I drove the M4 a little while ago, that is a car that will speed will creep up on you very oh, quickly, God, yeah. and you have no idea. Oh, when I got the ticket in the M3 years like 2009, I got a speeding ticket in an M3 on the way to Vegas. For those of you who weren't around for the uh, early days of Hooniverse.com, I, I wrote about this. So I mean, the speeds out there. I got pulled over doing 104 and a 70 on the way to Vegas in the middle of the day, 
No one on the road. If you've ever driven to Vegas, that the speed limit on that road, road should be go as fast as you fucking want. Yeah, it, because yeah. there's nothing out there. It's wide. The visibility's high, especially during the middle of the day. Like not a Friday, yeah. but a Thursday. There's there are no cars. And up until you get way out into the middle of the desert, it's like four lanes wide too. And I'm in an M3, a car that is designed to cruise at triple digits. Yes. So I'm doing 104. The cop was on the other side of the highway. I didn't have radar detectors back then. I do now. Singular, not plural. I'm not that crazy. Uh, he was going the other way, stopped, gunned me, pulled in behind me. I already had my hand on the blinker, <laughs> ready to pull over. Yeah. Pulls me over. Incredibly nice. First question was, how did it handle at that speed? <laughs> I was taken aback. I go, and I said, it was good until I saw you. And he laughed. He's like, well, I got you on radar, so I got to write you up, which technically isn't true. Uh, no, it's not true at all. But he was... but. The nicer a cop is, the more likely you're going to get a ticket. Well, and they love it if, like, you make your way over. And Oh, I'm, I was the, nice. I had my registration. Well, there's yeah. no point in, like, oh, no. fighting. And the other thing that I try and do always is, like, try and pull over somewhere where they, there's room. they don't have to be worried about getting hit yeah, by yeah, another yeah. car. So, like, if I'm on well, the he highway. he wasn't worried because there was no other fucking cars on the yeah. highway. But, yes, I know exactly my, what you're or My thing is out here on, like, the on the major freeways is it's tra- it's hairy. I wouldn't want to get out of a car oh, on the God, side no. of the road. So I and you have just, idiots who pull them to the, to the left because yeah. Californians are fucking stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see that so many times and it drives me nuts. Um, So, usually what I'll try and do, I'll actually try and pull off at an exit and go into, like, a little, like, parking, you know, Parking thing for a business just so that they don't have to I've walk got a in story traffic. of that that I'm not going to tell on the air, but yeah. I'll tell you afterwards if you want. Anybody listening, if you want to hear it, uh, buy me a beer and I'll tell it to you. But I got a good story about that. Yeah. Later. It's, uh, and they appreciate that shit. They do. Um, I, I know I would yes, want to. Yes, sir. No, sir. I mean, don't don't come right out and admit your guilt, but don't be an idiot either. Like, what? What? Like, do I. When they say, hey, do you, you know why I pulled you over? Say, don't, don't say, yeah. I was speeding, uh, but say no. Or, but there's a way to say it without. There's, there are ways to say it. And you go, I, you know, one of my favorite. I think ones I is, told him. I think I told him. He goes, "Do you know why I pulled you over?" And I think I, I believe I said, "I have a good idea." I've done that, <laughs> or I've gone. Yeah, I think I know why. And that way, you're not admitting anything. You don't say I on, was speeding because most cops now have microphones on them yeah. when they're pulling over, and you never want to admit guilt like that. Now, I have seen though that when a cop yells at you, yeah, there's a good chance you're getting a warning because he's trying to instill some fear in you. I've I've heard that fairly frequently. Yeah. Now, if he yells at you and gives, still gives you a ticket, or you're just dealing with an asshole, uh, or, or some guy who's having a bad day. On a couple of occasions, I've had the guy come up to my window, and I just and the first thing I go is, "Yeah, I know I'm retarded." <laughs> nice. <laughs> and you know what? On both of those occasions, he's like, "All right, let's <laughs> let's work something out." Nice. So, nice. Uh, so yeah. Uh, but oh, we were talking about speeding. Um, but now I guess I can talk about something a little bit slower. Uh, so as, as everybody listening knows, I've been on the hunt for something to replace the Civic SI yep. or SI as we'd call it. Uh, that car was sold to our good friend, Richard, who promptly resold it. Good for you. Please tell me you made money. You had to have made money. Um, so I, I've been, I, I don't know why I want a truck. Honestly, you want to know, I think the part of the reason why I want a truck right now, mm-hmm. cause I'm, I'm fickle. I, I, you know, I am, uh, I just recently finished Friday night lights and the character Tim Riggins drives a pretty cool <laughs> truck in it. So, but I didn't want like a 1975 C10. I'm going to buy you the entire box set of the 1960s version of Batman. So you earn for a Batmobile. <laughs> no, don't do that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I, I've just been wanting a truck and I didn't want, I didn't want to say no to a C10, but I didn't want a C10. There were some Dodge D100s out there that were pretty cool. I was you really something you don't see all the time. I was focusing on well, I was focusing on F100s. Yeah. Uh, I you see F100s every now and then, but you see way more C10, C20, C30s. Yeah, they're just more common. So I've been wanting an F100. Well, that was until the other day I test drove a 1961 Chevy Apache, which is basically like a C10 but but butchier. Yeah, it's a cool fucking truck. thing. Was I mean it's the hood truck. on them? The the sixty one hoods kind of fucking ugly, but you can swap the sixty two no problem. This this truck was pretty cool. Uh, That's the great thing of all those trucks in that area. They're right. like Legos. Yeah, you can just you know you can go like I'm gonna pick this piece from a sixty eight, and then I want the bumper from a seventy three. Right. You know. Right. 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 Exactly. This. So uh, we were shooting. Jason and I were shooting the uh, Infinity down in his neck. You of the weren't woods. filming. 
We, well, no, this, this day we were shooting. Okay. Um, so we, we made the pit stop. We stopped for lunch. We called the guy. We went over and saw the truck, see the truck. We drove it, and it was fucking – it started up right away. And it was cold, too. Um, the truck was. The weather was fine because we live in California. Uh, mm-hmm. th- so the, uh, the truck fired right up. Um, it, the outside was like primered, ready for paint, which is fine. I could totally live with that look. Under the hood was a V8 that was pretty clean. What is uh, that? What was the V8? I don't know. I didn't okay. look close enough. Um, it was either if the original engine is like a 283, I think, but this looked like a swapped in 350. But it was it looked nice. But it okay. might have been the 283. Um, so it had the four speed where there's an L like low gear, yeah, and then one two three. Um, L is you like pull stops. It's trying to like it's, you it's have the way reverse low. of an overdrive. You you run out of revs so fast and low. Uh, yeah. It's really funny. But driving the truck, it, it was I'm giggling the whole time because it's fun to be in an old car and like the brakes actually worked. The clutch was good. Every gear slotted in nicely. The seat was comfortable. The dash was horrible because it somebody like just looks like they didn't even take it out and just sprayed it with flat black paint. Mm-hmm. So it needed love. Obviously, I'm not buying a show truck here. I'm buying a daily driver project. And the asking price was like 3400 which was pretty good as it sat. <clears throat> and yeah. we got the, – the guy said he'd take 2800 He just he, – he only had the truck for three weeks, bought it off some dude who was shipping out. That's the great thing about looking for cars in San Diego. Oh, military yeah. guys leaving all the time. So he bought it off some military guy. He was just trying to flip it for what he had and what he paid basically. Um, and so I liked it and I went home to think about it. And this was a Saturday. And Monday I was sending a friend – to go look at it, who's an expert. He has a 59 Apache autocross truck that he like wins autocrosses mm-hmm. in, and it's in the same town that he lives in. They were going to go look at it. The guy fucking sold it. So that truck was gone. And here's the part where I am an idiot and I get too excited about things. Like if I say I have a, a really nice press car lined up, I'll get so excited and I'll start telling people about it, and it'll, there's no question it's going to get canceled. Like, like the RCF. No, like the 65 Mustang 60, I was supposed okay. to drive. Yeah, yeah. That I, was, I was getting super excited. It happens with Lamborghini. It happens all the time. So I got so excited about this truck, I ordered a custom plate. <laughs> <laughs> so I ordered the plate, and you can order a plate without having a vehicle in mm-hmm. California. I don't know if you can do that everywhere. Well, but. the plates are attached to drivers, not necessarily the vehicles. Um, so I get the plate, or I order the plate. It takes, you know eight to 12 weeks or something before I go pick it up at the DMV. Mm -hmm. So I order the plate and I get the text from Jason who was helping set up the meeting. He's like, the fucking truck sold. I was like, son of a bitch. Cause this other car I was looking at total monkey wrench wasn't Mm -hmm. you know, I want a truck. However, I love Mercedes. There's a 1969 Mercedes 250 for sale in San Diego right now. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Beautiful black paint has the painted black hubcaps. The interior is in great shape. Uh, the engine is strong. The trans, the transmission works fine. Um, the, the brakes need a little love. The carbs need a little love. And the asking price is $3,700. And the guy would take three. So I was like, fuck. Like I already have the, the idea is to have this project at least until my wagon's done. Right. You know, to just, you don't need another project that needs considerable work. But, and this doesn't. This yeah. Benz doesn't. And I love Benzes. And I love when they have the painted hubcaps. And, and 69 Mercedes is so – it just looks classy as fuck. I mean, mm-hmm. it'll be slow as shit, but I don't care. I'm not buying – the wagon will fill that need and the press cars fill the need. You know, uh, so, so 20 sh- years after the do? war and Germany's getting their shit together again. The problem is <laughs> the plate I ordered is – H O O N T R K. Ah. Hoon truck. <laughs> so I can't put that on a fucking Mercedes. I could cancel the plate or I could just sit on it. And I do love that you made a, a three to $4,000 buying decision based upon a $60 yeah. plate. So I'm such an idiot. I do dumb shit like this all the time. I got way <laughs> too excited. So fucking stupid. But today, the same day I ordered the plate, my buddy Jason went and found, looked at another truck that I found right in his area. 1965. Ford F100. This one has the aw- aw- awesome. That was I didn't mean to say it like that. It just came out that way. I, it's how good I just it is. Stuttered. Uh, the awesome 390. You know that. Yep. Infinite amount of parts for that engine. They used it for a long time with a four-speed manual. Uh, it's two-tone red white uh, F100. Um, Jason went to to drive it. There's a little smoke coming out of the left exhaust, which we think is just valve seals, which isn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, some light drive shaft vibrations, which again, not a big deal. Yeah. It's a truck. We'll get under there, 
get that ticket. You can get a new drive U-joints shaft for probably two hundred dollars. Uh, something like that. U joints are like nine bucks or something. Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, you could get that entire engine rebuilt for probably five hundred bucks. Well, the the engines it minus the valve seals part. But I'm going to talk to Rick and. Hopefully he'll like show me how to do that because I would like to do it myself, which could be awful. Yeah, or you'll great. lap the valves and it's yeah. not it's not that hard. Yeah, you just gotta get the heads off. Yeah. Um, so the interior is much nicer than the other one. The exterior is much nicer than the other one, uh, and I bought it. Okay. So booyah! I got it for significantly less enough under the asking price. Uh, it's a little bit more than I wanted to spend initially, but I wasn't going to let another truck pass me by, and it was it's a good fucking deal. So 1965 Ford F100 is the new You bought truck. it for approximately what one a one-month payment on a 650S would be. <laughs> That's... Uh, yeah, I've done, yeah, I've checked on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, so, uh, well, I got it for less than I showed you in the Craigslist ad. Um so, yeah, I'm excited. I'm probably going to go pick it up Wednesday or Tuesday. I don't know. Yet. Or, like, shit, well, you're listening to this Wednesday. I just brought it home. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, depends when you're you're hearing this and when I actually go get it. Uh, Jason's going to handle it tomorrow for me, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to come down and get it. I might take the train down and drive it back or something like that. Are you going to go and maybe throw an exhaust on it or something just so it yeah. sounds nice? Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course I am. I'm already looking at shit online. The thing with the Apache that would have yeah. been nice is Classic Industries is like five minutes from my house. Oh, It's yeah. literally five minutes no, from but my house. You know what? There's no shortage of parts for that truck either. No, there, there aren't, but they always say GM is easier to find parts, and they are right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's everywhere, but at least dealing with a Ford and not like a fucking Studebaker pickup. Yeah. Or, uh, you know what I almost bought? There's in Joshua Tree, there's a dude selling a Nissan Patrol for $4,500. I don't even it, know what that looks like. It's, their old, it it's, like, it's like their old... Land cruisery Bronco-y SUV, like small old Japanese SUV, fucking okay. awesome. Uh, but I didn't feel like going. Parts for that would have been. It's a Nissan, so uh, oh, I got to take a sip of my beer. But uh, drinking some Firestone Walker. Well, it's cool. I mean, right now, you know, you get the. I mean, it's kind of cool because it's, it's got a manual instead of the automatic. Yeah, the one had. Yeah, uh, um, I wish it was on the column just because that's f- different and fun. Yeah, um, and I've only driven a, a truck like that once, or a car. It was a car. Yeah, um, but uh, the four on the floor will be good. You know, and if you really, really like this truck in the long term, you know, you can swap in a transmission with an overdrive on. I mean, there's all kinds of things that'll bolt right up to it. Um, so that if you really want to keep, you end up wanting to keep around, you can turn it into a totally legitimate daily drive. Well, they also, they also, if I ever list this in other outside of California markets, I can probably fucking make. Oh, money. Yeah, you'll never lose money on this, right? I don't know the amount I paid out. I won't lose money, and, especially and the, if I do the, light shit to it, like not dumb shit. Yeah, but and the great thing is, is now you also have a truck for doing the you know Home Depot runs and crap yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, until the wagon's ready. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's it's the first year they added the, the they changed the twin I beam suspension. You know it's got it's got a lot of neat stuff mm-hmm. with it. And that three, I'm excited that it has a 390. I'll tell you what, if you still have that truck and you want to get rid of it once the Wombat's ready, I might buy that from you. All right, so, I'll let you know. Um, you just became the first person on the list. Congratulations. Hey, there we go. All right, it's five thousand dollars now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, I'm uh, I'm also excited because there's a chance, and I'm saying this early, but there's a chance this year I'm going back to Europe. Okay. For the Nurburgring 24-hour race. Okay. Yeah, that could be good. Uh, as you flated the microphone. Yeah, oh, I totally did. Uh, just because I, I was supposed to go to it last year, and I had to say no to this trip, and it was was going to be with Aston Martin. Mm-hmm. I had to say no. Because we were going to a fucking wedding. And I really liked the people whose wedding we went to. And it was actually a fantastic wedding mm-hmm. uh, on Martha. Uh, yeah, where was it? It was Martha's Vineyard. Oh, I remember that. And you had the red pants and everything. I did. I killed yeah. it with the red pants. Uh, I, you know, I went all out. And I had the best lobster roll I've ever had. I may have had two more of them. Um, but I was supposed to be in Germany at the ring. I did get to go to Aston Martin later in the year, though, so it was all good. But um, this is the redemption trip. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. I just hope they. I know they're not going to have it, but I just really wish that they would have the Lagonda there because I'm dying to drive that car. Yeah, not quite time yet. I'm thinking. No, but I. I think we're going to see it. Oh, we'll I think see. We're going to see it. We'll see I mean, it on our soil, because initially that car is supposed to be Middle East only. 
Huh. But reports have come out that they're exploring options for UK, US. So in other words, they put China. it out there and they're like, oh, we, there may be a bigger market than we initially thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. And they just opened a new R&D center. Uh, some of their AMG partnership stuff will hopefully be coming online within a year. I'm guessing. Yeah, because everything they have now is so old. I mean, it it's is. cool and it's right, very right, pretty. Right, right. But it's all. I mean, some of that stuff's going on like 12, 13 years old. Well, the whole VH architecture is like. It's it's nearly as old as the truck I just yeah. bought. <laughs> and then the I wonder if they'll get the I wonder if they'll only get Mercedes V8s or if they'll also get Mercedes V12s. Well, here's the thing: they've always actually said that the engine, the top of the engines under the hoods, will always read Aston Martin. So I think it's not necessarily just an engine thing. What it's more of like a total automotive electronics thing. Like it's not just for the mm-hmm. AMG engines. Um, it, it's basically helping Which them would make sense bring the whole cars up. Aston doesn't. I mean, as well as they've been doing with things lately, they don't really have the R and D budget to build all that. They don't train stuff from from scratch. No, they're much better as kind of a, a chassis builder. I um, wish I wish Mercedes would just fucking buy them. Uh, you know, and if this goes well enough, who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, it certainly would be in league with with Mercedes' um, customer base, and it, I don't think it steps on their customers no, too much. No, it doesn't at all. So, um, yeah, it would be. It, I think it would be a complimentary purchase, but I we'll do. see. I, I mean, I'm I'm really curious to see is um, what what may differentiate their offerings motor wise from what uh, what's going to be in the AMG cars. Mm. Um, but that 5.5 V8 is a great motor. It is. It is. Um, and you know, as as nice or. As, as enjoyable as Aston's six-liter V12 is, and it's a great-sounding motor, and they've done it. They they still managed to eke out a little bit more power here and there. We've kind of, you know, we need to do something else here. Yeah, it's it's at the end of its run. It is. It's a V12 that's making 500 horsepower, which isn't really cutting it. No, anymore. we need to be. Yeah, we need we need Aston's to be in the sixes. Um, and uh, yeah, so. but I think we'll be there soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no doubt about it. And uh, you especially know that, when you have fucking Cadillacs in the 600s. Yeah, well, not only that. I mean, you have BMW. You know, we have M3s, M4s, and, and ATSVs that are almost 500. You yeah. Know? Um, regardless of what the actual number is that they publish, the dynos are proving that they're closer to 500. Yeah. Um, and that's with half the cylinders of their V12. Yeah, yeah. And then um, what's the um. What's the new GT, the Shelby GT, like 550 or something? Uh, the, oh, the Shelby, the Mustang based. Yeah. Um, I think they announced today that 600. That's the, that's the, the big one. I'm the, I meant GT350. Oh, the GT350. Uh, verdict's out on it. They really haven't made it announce it. They said it's going to, I mean, we know the regular one is 500. Okay. I'm guessing <laughs> 520, 530, because they're not going to drastically change it. Oh, the regular one's 520, Matt says. Okay, so maybe it'll be 550, but I couldn't see a huge jump. Right, right, right. What else are they going to change? Then you really? also have the um, the F-type Jag. Yeah, like that. That's a good argument against buying an Aston Martin, right there. Uh, yeah, because it's. I mean, it's not. It's, it's damn good exclusive, looking. Exclusive, but in a lot of regards, it kind of does look Astony. I mean, so does the entire Jaguar lineup. It, it's. It's a damn good looking car. It's yep. an amazing sounding car. And it honestly for the the power, the price or for the power, the 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 style, all the packaging, the price you pay for it, it's a fucking deal. If you yeah. max out an R, it's like a little under 120. Yeah. And that's if you get the brakes that you don't need for $12,000. And that's a that's a car that competes against I mean, I would say it's a different it's a different goal than a 911. It's not all out precision. It's yeah. it's it's luxury. Like an it's a Martin. GT car that is a lot of power, and you can just fuck around with it. And I would get an F-Type over a 911 all day because well, I'm not, I'm not in I'm not heading to the track every weekend. I don't need to win the canyon. <laughs> I just need to enjoy my drive, and I will do that. I mean, I know I would do it in the 911, but I know I'll do it yeah. more in the Jag. Speaking of 911s, the it was confirmed today that from 2016 on, all of them except the GT3s will be turbo. Yeah. Um, I don't so, have a problem with that. I don't care. I'm not yeah. a big Porsche. I used to, when I was a kid, I was a massive Porsche fan, um, but I'm you know not anymore. I, I like them. Um, I like them. I just there's nothing emotionally connecting me to them. 
GT3s do it for me. The other ones, meh. Um, they're very nice. Yeah, I, I can say yeah, they're nothing nice. wrong about they're, them. They're, 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 it's, but as I've said many times, it's the Camry of Los Angeles. They're everywhere. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, they're, don't get me wrong. They're amazing examples of German engineering. They're, they're probably the best examples tremendous of engineering. sports cars. If even their fucking SUVs are great mm-hmm. at, at doing sporty shit. Um, their sedan is is too, and I really like the Panamera uh, just because I like ugly cars. But there's no more like like 911s from the 60s, 70s. Actually, 911s all the way up through like the 90s, and some of the 2000s examples. There was there was more of an emotional connection I think to those cars than there are now. Yeah. However, the interesting thing to me was the fact that they said new engine architecture. Um. So yeah. Um. But. Uh, um, so new engine architecture, uh, and that'll, it, it, that tells me how much confidence they've had in the ones or lack thereof for the last couple of years, which has, there have been some complaints about. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, um, that's true. Um, on that note, I think we're going to start wrapping shit up here. Uh, I know it's a little shorter than normal, but oh, well, uh, we had some technical problems and we're now bouncing into another podcast time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Chris, as usual, why don't you pimp your shit? Well, if you want a podcast, uh, go to Shot Engine, and we'll get you all set up. Uh, we'd love to have you. Come join the 300-and-something-odd shows that are on there. Uh, there's a lot. Uh, and likewise, if you just want to hear podcasts, go check out what's on there. There's all kinds of stuff. Uh, there was one that went up the other day, and it was just called, like, Drunk Irish People. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I should be on that. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll see about that. <laughs> if they get big, let me know. I want to be on that. Okay. And I'll pimp uh, Beer Snob. Um, and, and then for Twitter, just hit me at Hayes Data. Uh, I answer a lot of random crap. So, uh, yeah, hit me up. Cool, cool. Uh, you know where to find me, I hope, by now. Um, I'm on Twitter, at Jay Glucker, but also follow at The Hooniverse. If you are on Instagram, come on to my world there at um, Hooniverse Jeff. Uh, go to our YouTube channel, subscribe, uh, go to our website, Hooniverse, go to our Facebook page too, because we need some more likes on there. Um, and then don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Uh, the more rings we get, the higher we climb in the iTunes and general podcast ladder. Additionally, I wanted to run something by all you listeners. Uh, I'm curious about a little experiment uh, I want to try with this podcast and in another website called Patreon. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yes, it is. Uh, it's, it's like a Kickstarter, but on a totally different level. If that's something that you think makes sense for this podcast, let me know on Twitter. Also, let me know if you don't think it does. I'd love to hear from you. I know the vocal majority is usually very negative, uh, and I might not use that to sway my opinion, but hit me up. Let me know what you think about that, and um, that might be something we pursue. And then you'll never hear an ad on this podcast. Yeah, and we should tell you, I mean, we have not taken any ad money on this podcast. Yeah, all the Dollar Shave Club club stuff I say is uh, actually for the videos on YouTube. I just say it because I just do it throwing it in. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we we just do this. We've done this for the last couple of years just for the love of doing it and hanging out with friends. So, Um, but, yeah, let us know. Yeah. Um, Because uh, it'd be great to at least pay our guests to get to the studio. Right. And if we (laughs) and if it turns into a horrible experiment, we're still going to keep doing the podcast. Yeah. Um, There you go. Yeah. Even if you fuckers don't cough up your money. (laughs) I need parts for my (laughs) F-100. And I need him to have those parts so I can buy it later. So I can sell it to him for $10,000. All right. We'll see you next week.